Welcome back to Minute 72 of X Minutes. I'm Brian. I'm Wolf. And this is the podcast that takes the longest-running single-continuity superhero franchise we've got to date. Breaks down one extraordinary minute at a time. This is Minute 7... Nope, wait. Oh, I should have... Did I say 72 or X Minutes in the beginning? I don't know. This is Minute 72 of X-Men 1, and if I didn't say it, this is X-Minutes. I'm tired. <laughs> what happened in this minute, Wolf? <laughs> yeah, so uh, picked up right where we left off as usual. Magneto uh, finishes his statement uh, where he's telling Sabretooth to make sure he's safe after he gives his powers to Rogue because he's going to be pretty much uh, defenseless. Yeah, this is a weird minute. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, so then we uh, we cut to some police officers, or are they, maybe not police officers, maybe Coast Guard. Coast Guard are police officers. They're in a boat. Uh, they're on the, oh, was it the Hudson? Is I don't know, the, but um, no matter the, what, I'm, I'll explain it later, but these are the two worst officers for the whole <laughs> Statue of Liberty. Yeah. I'll unpack they, that a little later, but. <laughs> at around uh, 11 seconds or 12 seconds, um, they hear some thunder rumbling. One says to the other, sounds like a storm is coming. So <laughs> I didn't even pick up at that pun. I, I didn't pick up on it just now until I read it. <laughs> because Storm is actually coming. Um, you know, jet. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. That's fucked up. Hey, hey, you were in like minute three and you said that uh, uh, possibly oh, underage yeah. girl was DTF. So. <laughs> oh, no, with her boyfriend. With her boyfriend. Wait, Storm is coming with her boyfriend? No, no, no. Um, I know, I know, I know. Just fucking with you. Is the same age as her. I'm yeah, just fucking with you. Just like you thought Storm Rogue actually, would be doing with her boyfriend. Actually, Storm. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so scared. Uh, Storm <laughs> is coming. Oh. Uh, in a different film called Monster's Ball. Oh, you. <laughs> Which she won the Academy Award for. Congratulations. <laughs> you know, so. Uh. So then we go to around. Which led oh. to her expanded role in X2. Exactly. Um, you son of a bitch. Let's see here. Ooh, Just kidding. Matter of fact, <laughs> at around 14 seconds, we see that uh, the graphic of the jet that you were talking about in the last minute uh, looks pretty cool. And that actually aged pretty well. It's a little, um, it's got like an x-ray view of the jet. Yeah, nothing too crazy. They're not, they're not yeah. trying to like push boundaries and be like, hey, it's it's the Tron sequel inside your fucking dashboard, bro. You know, right. it's just simple. <laughs> it gets the job done. <laughs> That's it. Kind of does remind me of like the original Tron, the grid, um, oh. like uh, background. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. And at around twenty-one seconds, they land in the water. Pretty rough. Pretty rough landing. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess, but also. I remember my first time traveling on a field trip to Los Angeles and it, there was a lot of fog and we're coming in and, you know, no one can see where the ground is, but, you know, radar and blah, blah, blah. We're coming in, we're landing and boom. And then everyone's like, ah, and then there's just a pause and then uh, we've landed at LAX. <laughs> like it was, it was a rough landing. It was much rougher than this. Like this is a, this is a cannonball. <laughs> Dude, I want to know. Wait, what school did you go to where you guys took trips to L.A.? Oh no, Jeez. fuck that school. That I was there for one year and it's a piece of shit and it's disbanded oh. and we sued them and we got some money and you know, fuck, nice. burn, burn in hell, sophomore school. Don't deserve that shout out, you stupid bitch, bitch, <laughs> bitch ass school. 
Um, but the trip was nice uh, for me. I went. It was a trip to the uh, Jane Austen North America something. I got like a little story published. We did oh, nice. dancing from the Jane Austen era, and I had the cutest dance partner who was like twenty six nice. when I was like sixteen. <laughs> That's pretty dope, actually. Or fifteen. That's pretty dope. Everything else oh. about it could burn in hell. <laughs> Well, I hope your pilot of that plane apologizes like Scott here at 29 seconds. He says, sorry, for some reason. Um, And Logan comes back with, call that a landing. I think they just threw that in there to have another little mini argument with uh, between Scott and Logan before shit gets real. Yeah, I'm curious if Logan wasn't supposed to say that first. Like, that makes more sense. Like, Logan's kind of like, I know they got a rivalry, but like, Scott was like, Oh, my bad. And then it's like someone making a simple mistake and saying, my bad. And the other person says, yeah, you're bad. It's like, okay, calm down. I accidentally stepped on your foot on accident. And, and I, I said, sorry already. <laughs> and it was you a group apology, not landing. just to you. <laughs> you one-eyed piece of shit. <laughs> Why don't you get another eye so you can fucking land this plane? God yeah. damn it. Why don't you play two different roles on the Netflix show Dead Like Me? Or no, not Dead Like Me. Seen Maybe Applegate? Dead like me? Oh, oh, no, not no, that one. Dead to Me. Dead to Me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I've just started season two. Yeah, love me some Marsden. Yeah, that was kind of a dick move on Logan's part. Um, yeah, so at around 33 seconds, they bust out of the uh, jet and they're like climbing onto the base of the. Uh, Statue of Liberty, I think. Oh, yeah, they are. And then, as a matter of fact, I didn't catch this before, but as they're walking onto the the base of the Statue of Liberty at 35 seconds, you see the old fucking yes! uh, torch. <laughs> I, I almost missed that. I almost missed that one. The old torch. I caught that, and I gotta say, the shot composition failure right there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the shot composition if you're trying to keep it secret. That's the shot composition of Toad spray painting the fake torch. Like, great composition for that. But literally, the next line is Scott saying the torch, which I've never caught before this minute, the torch being there. So why? I'd be like, oh, how does he know that? Okay, oh, she's in there. Okay, he knows that. that. You know, like, it, it needed a moment where they're just walking and at least look at it. Even if it's the same shot composition, have the characters look at it. Scott doesn't look at it. uh, If I remember correctly. Oh, he does look at it, but it's very, very subtle. You know, it's not like, it's not not a close up shot. It's not a uh, close up shot on him and then pan. And then we see this crumbled thing. So it's a little critique. Yeah, let's see here. Yeah, they approach the base of the Statue of Liberty. That's kind of a cool shot at 42. Uh, looking up. Or no, is that is that Logan looking up? At the, uh, that, that is definitely Canada's ass. Hmm. Which is kind of <laughs> an endgame reference. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that's Logan. Then Scott looks at Logan, and then we get a nice fake CGI uh, shot at 49 of the Statue of Liberty holding the torch. And yeah. at 50, we cut to Rogue all chained up in that uh, machine, which is really crazy. Actually, she one thing terrified. I want to s- Yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, one thing I want to say about 4849, 
I I have no idea about the actual torch, but look at the bottom of the torch. What am I looking for exactly? The pieces of metal. Oh. Like, I don't know if that's part of it. It might just be part of it. But if not... Yeah, it looks like... Yeah, it looks like it's like like an upgraded version of the real Statue of Liberty torch. I'm just thinking, like, maybe if copper is not the most magnetic thing, you know, maybe he added an extra bit of metal to help guide it if he needed it. Again, I have no idea about what it actually is supposed to look like, so I'm sure some New Yorkers, like... You dumb motherfucker. I wish you were here and walking around and without a mask. So I could fucking cough on you, you cocksucker. Actually, that was was more Boston than anything. (laughs) uh, My my cousin's from Boston, and they do say cocksucker a lot. (laughs) I'm growing up some cocksuckers. Some cocksuckers. You hungry? You want extra sauce on your cocksucker? You know, we got the record for a number, number of uh, bank robberies by some cocksuckers. <laughs> wow, that was awful. I just shit the bed with that. Like, um, uh, let's see. Who, who are they? Oh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Matt Damon says cocksucker a lot in The, the Departed. Okay, I was like, Fucking really? Because I've never heard him say that in an interview. <laughs> uh, fun fact, The Departed was the first time that I noticed Mark Wahlberg. And what I mean by that is I had seen, like, within that year, I think I had seen three different movies. And then in The Departed, I was like, oh, shit, he's the same actor from those other two movies. He's a really good actor. And I never knew him as Marky Mark. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I've just never known him as Marky Mark. But that was the first time I noticed him. And I was like, shit, like. I didn't even recognize him because he inhabited these roles so well. And and then he just became Muscle Boston. (laughs) Muscle Boston. Yeah. Did you see see Max Payne? No. I heard it was garbage. It was was all over the place. But that was like the first time I noticed Mark Wahlberg as Mark Wahlberg. I was like, (laughs) Max Payne, my favorite game. One more thing I want to say about Mark Wahlberg before we move on is that I remember him talking about the Transformers movies after he was done with five and he essentially complimented the first three and then didn't com- uh didn't address the quality of the two he was in. Jeez. <laughs> Which by the way, he was only in four because of an internet rumor that wasn't true. And then Michael Bay was like, Hold up. Hmm. Hmm. Like literally, someone was like, "Mark Wahlberg is going to be in Transformers Four because he was in Pain and Gain." And then Michael Bay was like, "What the fuck are you talking? Wait, wait." Hmm. I never saw Pain and Gain. Is yeah. that really good? Uh, look up uh, Pain and Gain. I think maybe Patrick H. Willems. It, it's essentially Michael Bay's attempt at doing his version of a Coen Brothers movie. Mm. Uh, I, I may. I'm gonna watch it again. It's definitely not good. But it may no. have been much better if they didn't have like 75 different people doing their own voiceover. And that's oh, an exaggeration. Damn. I'm just exaggerating because Michael Bay is everything. Yeah, it just kept switching. And I'm like, God damn, like, why? I don't need. Th- yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I just like the idea of uh, this is going to be like a How I Met Your Mother ish reference. of Michael Bay being like, no, Mark Wahlberg's not going to be in Transformers 4. Or. That's the vaguest how I I met your mother's reference. Now I feel bad, so I'm just going to explain it. uh, Barney and Marshall are messing with 
Ted and pretending to be a girl that he's texting all these way too early things like, haha, we should get married, LOL. And <laughs> they keep saying, all right, well, now it's time to stop messing with Ted. Yeah, you're right. Or <laughs> it keeps escalating. But yeah, sorry. No, no. Um, that was pretty interesting what you said about the uh, base of the thing, though. I think like the replacement one has to just be like straight up iron or some shit or like stainless steel. Yeah, there's um, definitely a lot of metal inside. Nice uh, of them to leave some stuff. lights on. Or yeah, right? She's just in the dark. Like that would be terrifying. That would be, I mean, seem... be terrifying either way. Yeah, but they literally <laughs> thought about putting a light source and wiring and power source <laughs> so that she could be lit up. Yeah, like Magneto like... could have just walked in with a floating uh I'm going to use the British word for it. Torch. Flashlight. Oh, flashlight, yeah. You guys have just been like, all right, now's the time for... There you go. Touch it. Touch it. There you go. All right, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's, like, realistically how it would go. But what I just noticed right Mm -hmm. now is, like, going from that shot of the statue holding the thing, or the statue torch, and then her, it's, like, pretty much an establishing shot. It's like, we see the torch, and then we see what's in the torch, which is her, all terrified and shit. And then, um, oh, we go to 40 or 54 seconds, and then we cut to, like, a security guard little TV. I don't even, like, do security guards in real life have little TVs on their desk? Because I see I mean, them in every movie ever. There's definitely, well, now these days, I know for a fact that when I was delivering stuff, security guards would have their, like, monitors for everything, but then they'd have their phones. This is fucking oh, yeah. boring. Like, no one's yeah. supposed to be there. Right. Um let me just stop recording and start recording again. Uh-huh. Sorry. And then, yeah, we go from, we, we see the uh, little tiny TV, and then it goes right into uh, Scott walking through the metal detectors. And that's like the last, last bit. So they're yeah. about to go kick some ass, X-Men style. Yeah, and of course that TV is doing the cliche news coverage that's important to the plot talking about the thing that's happening 20 feet away not really but you know on Alice Island alright so this is why I think this is one of the weirdest minutes one alright ending with Magneto that no problem two the police guys or whatever the guy who's like sounds like a storm's coming is like no shit there's fucking fog everywhere like something's already changed good like it's not coming it's here. <laughs> the storm is like, here right now. It, if if there was no thunder, it's just a random weird fog. Might not be a storm. Thunder? Okay, this is a storm. Shut the fuck up, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> also, all your friends are dead on the Statue of Liberty Island, whatever it's called. So, like, all of them are dead. Yeah. All of them. Like, how all are you... jumped to death. Yeah, jumped how are you death. not noticing? Or they got the back scratch of a lifetime. Yeah, like in the <laughs> it's like just a little higher. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you know how how it lands in the water, whatever. But first off, you hear the thunder, but you don't hear that. But I I also don't think that's too extreme. Uh, how they landed next. Um, oh yeah, I already talked about how that was weird framing for me. Although I I was excited to see that that piece was there. Yeah, I guess it's not crazy, as like, much to complain like, about as I thought as I would, but all of like all the other officers who are like at the Statue of Liberty, they're not like radioing back and shit. That's not like a red flag, you know. I mean, to to be fair, if someone radioed, it was like sounds like a storm's coming. It's like 
Shut up, Barry. Like, we separate <laughs> you and Larry for a reason, you fucking mm, dumbass twins. <laughs> twins. Get off the fucking comms. Did you get oh, a phone call? Yeah. Dad, yeah, so if you want to follow along in the minutes, please go over to Instagram at xminutes. I can smell that from here. <laughs> it's dollar store tortilla chips and mac and cheese. Mmm. Um, and if you want to see us eat more shot glasses worth of edible slime made with beer instead of water, uh, we will do one shot for every rating or review on Apple Podcast. Links there. The rating takes three seconds. You literally just hit the stars, whatever you think's honest, and it's done. The review, though, if you do do a review, super appreciative. Thank you. But also leave your Instagram handle because then it'll be the easiest way for us to find you if we do when we do a giveaway and if you win then we can be like yo what's up uh i like the x-men one two three Mm. you got a (laughs) t-shirt but this is minute 72 of x-men one uh i'm wolf i'm brian and we are the best at what we do what we do is not very fast i'm very overweight and wolf has to do uh oh shit what's the i'm botching the dumb joke i'm trying to do Wolf has to pull a lot of the weight. And by a lot of the weight, I mean me. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I'm in one of those old little red pulley things that the kids are putting. I'm, oh, the I'm wagon? Tired. Yes, a wagon. <laughs> I couldn't even fucking think of wagon. <sighs> also smart and sharp earlier today. <laughs> On the Bondman a Bond podcast. Yeah, I mean, if you want to like do like a few more and then pick it up later on, we can.